I guess I would like to start this off by saying I am sorry. Okay, that's well, always... This, this apology isn't for you. <laughs> that's, that's always a great <laughs> advertisement. We're sorry to tell you, folks. <laughs> I am acutely aware that I have become a mouth breather. I will try my damnedest to hold the mic away when I'm huffing and puffing. When did you find that out for, from what from the audience or something? Oh from no, me? no, from myself. I've been sitting up here for the last fifteen, well, maybe like five minutes, waiting for you, and I'm literally have been sitting in a chair. I haven't worn anything other than slippers and sweatpants in a week, and I'm just in this chair, like dying out of breath. Like I just ran five marathons and then, yeah. Um, you have uh, pregnancy as your excuse. I, on the other hand, <sighs> do not. Um, yeah, it's like I, I hate that we're like uh, relating on, um, you know, on so many like, you know, like girth related issues, you know, where you're, you're like, I can't believe that, how, I mean, it's so hard to be. To be fat. I mean, you're, you're <laughs> like, because it, it, you're not, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, the first year's the toughest. <laughs> yeah, I'm just such a. This fatness has bonded us like never before. Well, I mean, because, I mean, yours is, yours is going to go away. Mine's. Let's hope. <laughs> mine is, uh, mine's, mine's there. It's, I've worked on this project for years <laughs> and, um. Well, like, I mean, like, it, the 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 painfulness of clothes, like, your jeans, my jeans always hurt, like, that's oh why, God, like, right I get off a plane, oh, God, just my, my belt's been just, just trying to, like, stab a hole into my fucking <laughs> appendix or whatever for the past three hours. Remember in, was it November, when I cried at the Pittsburgh airport because my pants hurt? Mm-hmm. That was just the beginning. <laughs> like, yeah. I would love to fit into those pants now. <laughs> if only I could go back to I, November. Wait, I right. know. I've gone up five pant sizes. Well, I mean, Th that's ridiculous. Let me think. So have I. I mean, of course, <laughs> uh, you know, everybody has to some degree. Uh, I, uh, I've gone up five pants. I, I, I drew back to a thirty-six. Uh, and I'm still stubbornly hanging on to that, like, you know, even though it's, it's fucking, I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's piercing my skin. I'm like, no, no, these 36s, <laughs> they're gonna stay on me. No, I'm not wearing those 38s. I'm not gonna admit defeat to oh. fat, and, uh, I need to wear my 38s again, or it's, or I'm gonna, I'm not gonna have any circulation. I do appreciate you helping me into all my clothes now. Oh yeah, we have our whole yeah you know, thing where it's like getting you ready for one of those. Uh, uh, you know when people do that, it's like that mock bungee jump thing, like you know, like they do at the fair or whatever. What? You know, they did it. They used to do it at Kent State. I have like a, a, a picture of somebody else on it, but it's like those cords oh, that yeah, they yeah. hook to your 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 hips. And you just jump up and down until you get higher, and then you just start flipping. That's like, that's what it is, putting your pregnancy pants on. It's just like, all right, here, here, and we got to get the helmet, and all right, have some fun. Just Go as ahead. much sweat, not enough fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm like just sweaty all the time now. I've got fat girl vagina. I noticed, <laughs> okay, this might be getting too graphic, but when I shower, <laughs> Water doesn't go into my butt crack anymore. <laughs> I have to like <laughs> open 
open up my crevices. And what's funny, everybody, is you can't see is how her arm is over her head saying that right now. Like, yo, yo, he is what's really, it's really wild, B, is the water doesn't even go down my butt crack no more. What are you... <laughs> that blew my mind like it just happened one day where it was like oh i guess i have to like open these folds now yeah well it'll get better dear it's just you're you're in the the third trimester of, i mean only nine weeks left yeah it's uh 60 days yeah so it's you know it's one of those things. That's that, sixty every, more days of that, not that, being able to have water down my butt crack. Well, you know, you have a removable shower head, so you could <laughs> you could always wash your ass. I mean, no, I refuse to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have fat girl ass from now on. Well, that's right. I mean, I was saying to you, but I was, uh, you, you know, you didn't. You were in too much agony to get it the other night when I was moisturizing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah we have a nightly ritual where i gotta go in like a fucking orderly and uh <laughs> turn me over so i don't get bed yeah sores. basically and i you know it's there's no you know there's nothing sensual about me anyway so it's like <laughs> the way i put lotion on somebody isn't gonna be that anyway. it's like you're spackling a it, wall it basically is it's just like all right turn it over mac you know like just uh, i but i or the other night i'm spreading fucking lotion all over you while you're moaning it was always on your feet because your feet were throbbing and which is a pregnancy symptom and uh i'm like and you're like uh, uh and i'm like rubbing <laughs> lotion on your foot and i'm like this is exactly what i fantasized about when i first met you and you're just like uh-huh. and it is it's just funny to think back to the first day we met and then to that moment where it's just like yeah here we are this is where this is where love at first sight leads love at my first sight whatever <laughs> it doesn't it, i don't i don't want to deal with your argumentation there but uh yeah it's just it's funny <sighs> it's all funny to me it's and, hilarious yeah yeah well um she'll be born soon so yes i am excited we went on our last well not our last you have four more trips to go on you're going to detroit and then tacoma erie pa and minneapolis those are your last away games before madden comes Mm -hmm. but last week we were in columbus and that was my last trip which i got to see my sister goes to otterbein and i got to see they have the coolest stables there i'm getting off track but they have the coolest horse stables there if you're going into like therapy for horses or anything like that go to otterbein or at least check it out like it's the neatest place ever if you're going into therapy for horses, you're probably not listening to this. <laughs> I mean, what? You mean as in as in a major or yeah. if you need horse therapy? Both. Okay, this, uh... <laughs> I guess both. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's really, yeah, it's, a, it's an uh, undervalued uh, sector of the therapeutic population. Horses, wouldn't it be great, you know, if, if your therapist was a, a horse? a horse, you know, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, what, what's your what doctor do you you go to? Oh, pancake. Uh, <laughs> pancake is my uh, yeah yeah. He's been my guy for uh, for a while. What really. if pancake was my OBGYN too? <laughs> 
One hour just getting ridiculous. Oh, that's we ridiculous. Go, we got to horses it. for every medical need. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should be trusted with a child. Um. <laughs> so we were flying to Columbus last week, and there was a baby in first class. Ugh. Yeah. You were so angry about it, and I well, really I couldn't sleep. I was really pissed off. I was really tired. You have headphones, firstly. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I hate when I have noise canceling. Bose noise canceling $300 headphones that I got for free somewhere. But <laughs> I, uh, cause I just never pay that much for headphones. But, uh, I mean, the, the kid just kept, every time I like started to like doze off, I mean, just started fucking screaming. And I, and understandable to the kid. I'm not mad at the kid. I'm mad at whoever brought her. Like, <laughs> same <laughs> like thing a heckler? as the shows. <laughs> yeah, it's the same as a heckler. It's like, look, they're, they're I mean, because, you know, the, 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 the woman who brought her on, I've been on, you know, and when I'm in first class, and you just, I just kind of figure that's, you know, you're supposed to be safe from that in first class. There's that, you, I wouldn't bring a baby in first class. That's not the, that's not the baby zone. That's the, uh, I mean, because people, uh, people are depending on relaxing in that area of the plane, and you're just, oh, hi, I'm, I'm just, I'm bringing, I'm bringing a, a screaming kid. I just think you will definitely be changing your tone, at least by this time next year. I don't change my tone much. So you're, and we've already argued about this, but just to get the point across again. Yeah, let's argue again. <laughs> Come on. It's fun when we do it again. <laughs> if Madden and I had to, for whatever reason, fly by ourselves or even with you, where on the plane would you like us to sit? I would like you to sit in the car. <laughs> I don't want you going on a plane when she's that young. When they, I've seen some really horrific child outbursts on planes um but uh, you know it's i mean none of them hijacked the plane or anything i'm just saying that yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just imagine a kid getting that upset yeah <laughs> no i wouldn't because i just remember this little girl wanted her fucking toy that she wanted it was she was like three and she wanted her toy she's probably and she 13 to you don't know mom. the difference she, I, but i remember she wanted to sit with her mom on her lap and she finally was quiet when she sat on her mom's lap. I mean, the girl had like, I mean, she could tell she had like ADD or something like. A three-year-old? Yeah, you could tell there was like something, you know, in my expert medical opinion. <laughs> Three-year-olds don't have this ADD. This kid had something going on, All right, That's that's what I would write in my uh, medical journal. But uh, she wanted to sit in her mom's lap. And if she sat in her mom's lap, she was fine. But the the, the flight attendant wouldn't have it. She's like, she's like, no, she has to be in her own seat with her seatbelt on for landing. And it's, she, the kid just started fucking wailing. Like as soon as, it was like Rain Man. Like as soon as you take her away from her mom. Oh my God, she blew up. And it's like, dude, just let her sit on her mom's fucking lap. I mean, none of us are going to tell. All right. <laughs> no, we're not going to report you to the fucking FAA. Just fucking let her sit there. So we don't all have to listen to her scream. And this kid last week, it was just like, it was one of those things where, I mean, I, what, I didn't sleep the night before because we were getting on a plane early. We had like a 9 a.m. flight. 
so I don't bother going to sleep at that point. I had a show that night in Columbus, so I started feeling pretty tired and pretty cranky by the time we even left for the airport. I was like, dude, I, I wish I could have slept, but I can't when it's like that. So I'm getting tired and cranky, and just like that kid that, who can't pop her ears or whatever. And I, I just think if you're not old enough to chew gum, <laughs> you can't be in first class. That's, it, it, look, that's, that's, just, that's just coming, again, from my heart. Mm-hmm. 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 I want to revisit this discussion next year when we're traveling with Madden. Revisit the fuck out of it. Revisit it every year at this time. I'll give How? you the same answer. What a dig move would it be if the three of us are traveling and you make Madden and I go sit in the back and you're up there? Didn't I do that once? Like, I got upgraded or something and you didn't? Or we booked your flight late. That's what it was. We booked your flight. I booked my flight and I booked it solo. And then you decided to go on whatever trip I don't even remember later. this. This wasn't, this wasn't that long ago because we were down. We were here. We lived here. And you decided to go later um, to wherever I was going. So we I was on the phone booking your flight, trying to attach yours to mine. And they're, they're like, well, we're going to have to do a separate reservation. I'm like, well, can we put her in first class next to me? Because I, I had either gotten upgraded or I bought first class. I don't know. Um, because I'm a real fucking curmudgeon fuss budget on a plane look i just am i'm a nightmare i hate flying but you didn't like the price so you were like no i'll sit in the back so then it was of course everybody sees me walk on with my wife and then <laughs> sees you walk to fucking whatever row 10 or whatever and i'm up there and it's like oh wow what kind of man is he i'm the kind of man who had his shit planned ahead, who offered <laughs> to buy her a first-class fucking ticket, but she wouldn't take it, but she loves to guilt-trip me on the other end. What are you talking about? I don't even remember this. I know. I know. That's the beauty of it, too, is you don't remember anything that's not convenient. But you don't... Well, this would be totally convenient but, for me to hold over a, your head. We, I, 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 you, you would remember, you don't remember at all, that's what I'm saying, like, I get, I get the guilt trip, I remember it, I get the <laughs> emotional scars, you know, from it, because I obviously remember it, and you just go on your merry way, you have at John's emotions all you want, and then, eh, what, what, I don't even remember, man. I will remember what you said and how you treated me on our way to our first baby class this week. You called me white trash and stupid. Not. See, that's a, that's a very, it's a convenient way to twist. I called the class white trash. I called the class stupid. I, I, I There's a big difference. Something you want to do, I think is white trash or stupid, doesn't mean you're white trash and stupid. It means that thing is Who white trash or stupid. Who told you to do this? This is so white trash. Why are we doing this white trash thing? This is so I stupid. Was, I was aggravated that I had to go. I didn't want to... I hate... I wrote down the week before, every day, what you had to do, what time mm -hmm. we had to leave, be there. Mm -hmm. I gave you days, weeks, mm -hmm. advance notice. Yeah, I And understand. for some reason, as you we're in the car... Me, I know. 
You're going, I'm not going. We're not going. I'm going to have you pull Wait, over. This I, is ridiculous. I did, say, I did not say I, I'm going to have you pull over. I didn't say I'm not going. I said I didn't want to go. And I said that, and I, this is, should be no surprise to you by now, how I am, who I am. <laughs> I am, I'm John. Worst man in the world. I, um, I, 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 I just didn't. I don't think about things until they're right on top of me. I really don't. I, I know that you have something scheduled, like the dentist or whatever. Like you schedule it, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's fine. And I say that's fine until it's it's the next thing I have to do. And then when it's the next thing I have to do, I start really examining what exactly it is I'm going to be doing. And I'm like, oh, whoa, this sucks. And my idea of what that class was wasn't what it turned out to be. It was a different kind of awful. <laughs> that was some just fucking... <laughs> I mean, I hate like getting called out by another adult. Like, we're walking, because we're late. Because we're we 15 are, minutes yes, we're late. late. Yes, they had plenty of baby dolls, though, on the rack in the back. We saw that. They had a, they had supplies in the back that we could have picked up, but we go to sit in the back because we didn't want to disrupt class, and and we get, you know, what, take a seat up here. Like, we just get barked at by a fucking Miss Head Nurse who's used to barking at everybody because that's her job. And... You know, again, don't, I don't have a problem with that. That's, that's what you do. Um, but I have a problem with it when I'm the victim of it. When I got to walk in in front of a bunch of other adults and get yelled at like I'm in the wrong seat for detention. Like, <laughs> I just, oh, God. It was like, oh, no, what? And so we, um, yeah, wasn't what, what, uh, a fun night, uh. I was so us. mad at you. Um, I, 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 I didn't sustain any injuries this time. <laughs> Only because I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she didn't have a hand free to fucking give me a whooping. <laughs> but uh, I, it was, it, it was, you know, we. Uh, it would have been fun to be getting along during that class, though, because we could have made fun of everything together, like we did on the second one. No, that was the first class, because halfway through it, because not only did you make us 15 minutes late, but you also wanted us to leave an hour early. Wait a minute. You, I said we could stay as long as you wanted. Again, you, had you twist a, everything. You had a spot said, that night. Yeah, I said, I had a spot, and I said, but it, it, it's, it can be, what, I can miss it. I can just, you oh, know. Oh, you're be a liar. Late. I did too. I'm I, the one who was saying. Because I also, I also felt horrible about myself. Thank you. And I hate going on stage when I feel absolute. I mean, I don't like myself as it is. But then when I got to go on stage feeling like my biggest fan hates me. <laughs> it's like, dude, I don't know if tonight's my night. And uh, yeah, that was one of those nights. I mean, I still ended up going. But we, we. We made it just in time. They stretched the show long enough to, for us to get there. It was amazing they didn't have more comics. Was, uh... But we ended up halfway through. We had like a break or whatever. So I politely went up to the teacher and I was like, we need to leave early. So we're going to move to the back so we didn't interrupt your class. And at that point, <laughs> we started having fun. 
Um, well, after we broke away, chipped away your ice, because see... My ice? I was a dick You're the one the who was pouting. Until intermission, until bathroom break. <laughs> God, it's like being in fucking internal suspension. It was, uh... <laughs> and, uh, I was pissed off. I was like, I'm not... Because you told me not to talk anymore. You said, said don't say another word. Because you were... Oh, every that's word I right. said, you hated me for it. So I was like, okay, fine. I'm not talking. And then because you kept digging to... yourself a hole, and I'm like, just stop talking, well, stop talking. And if then you finally, you know a better way to dig yourself out of a hole than keep digging. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear it, but uh... so yeah, as we're pulling in, and I'm trying to find parking and figure out what's going on, I ask you a question. I can't talk. You said not to talk. I'm like, are you fucking nine years old? You are literally acting like a child. I'm not allowed to talk. Well, who says that to a person? Don't stop talk talking. Anymore. Yeah. You, I mean, when, your pregnant they, wife who's ready just, to... When they're just voicing their opinion, I mean... I was ready to claw your fucking eyeballs out. It was best that okay. you stop talking. Okay, see, uh, that that's not how things get resolved between adults or opposing factions. You know, like, what if you saw, a, a, a like, a presidential debate where one is saying his, you know, his side of it, you know, and, and, and Hillary Clinton's the other candidate and she says oh my god i am i am ready to claw your fucking eyes out so you better stop that's you better stop right now that's a president i'd finally vote for stop talking right now other presidential candidate because i'm gonna claw your fucking eyes out i I, it's just not it's just not how things should go between adults 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 you were not acting adultly but you weren't treating me adultly you don't you don't just you, as an, you, as you an just adult, shut me up for fear of a spanking. You <laughs> should have understood that this is something that was important to me. It's important to our child. It's something that's been planned for a while. Suck it up, be a man, and go. Madden doesn't think that this is a big deal yet. Madden wants know anything about it. You didn't know how to change a diaper or swaddle a baby until that class, and she's grateful that you do now. Um, uh, I know, cause, cause I wouldn't be able to find that on the internet. I mean, <laughs> there isn't, there isn't a vast array of information right at my fingertips on a screen everywhere. I wish, I wish there was such a place, but nobody's invented it yet. It was kind of perfect that you're bringing up, like, as we were getting ready to leave. You're like, why do we need to go to this class? Everything you need to know is on the internet. And so the first video, the only video that you pull up is what was it shit it was about the belly button thing oh yeah it whatever the video so it was about you know the belly but the umbilical the, cord falling umbilical out cord. Yeah, blah, 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 yeah. and like how to clean it and stuff and as we get there she's talking about how that's not how you do it anymore i was like victory because it was like so perfect the one thing that you tried to teach me on your so internet so if i <laughs> on my internet right I, she's uh, saying that's what we don't do anymore so so this this little uh, technicality because i we pulled up one video and it was we wrong we pulled up one video and and it did this and 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 it was like i mean i'd never seen an umbilical cord cut anyway so i didn't i didn't have a frame of reference but if we were saying that we're going to go by this internet video as the gospel, we're not going to look at any other internet videos. We're just going to say this one's the one that knows it. 
Why look if at I, twelve internet videos when we can go to and one they say classroom? We do this. We well, we don't do quite that anymore. We do still cut the umbilical cord. Duh. I mean, that we think that's best for the child, especially once they hit high school. But it's, uh, I mean, it, it's still like it, it's one of those things that's like, oh, okay, you do it this way now, fine. It's not that big a deal. It's just, it's like I understand from your perspective when you were saying, I wonder how long we would have gone in silence there a second ago, but um, when you were wait. Yeah, I just wanted to see how long your silence would be. Um, <laughs> no, I, when you were saying that uh, you would rather go to these classes and go through these experiences, I I get that, and that is a that is a valid argument. It's a valid point, and I understand that, and I understand why I have to suck it up and go. Now, my version of sucking it up and going is there, I'm going to air my grievances. I mean, here's my list of complaints. They are as such. Write it down on a notepad, because I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't, I don't, I don't write things in a notepad. I have, again, the internet. I could email them to you. (laughs) We have this thing called (laughs) Wi-Fi. Well, you need to phone a friend, because I will not listen to you whine and complain at another baby class, I won't. Mm-hmm. I, I I still I still went to the whole thing, didn't I? No, we left half hour early. I went to the whole thing. We were we were there. So we didn't see forty five minutes. We of were the class. basically uh, no, we weren't there for like the the ending, like play with the doll and ask her special questions part. Instead, we went to the <laughs> comedy store, and I got to. You, participate in comedy store stories and that was uh that that made you love me again or mm. at least like me again how about me. that you at least you at least go for tolerate are able to look at me and go oh <laughs> it, other people smile at him so <laughs> that i guess there's a reason to hang out with him he's not that bad of a guy you know because i was the worst man in the world before that. So. We even have a song for it. Worst man in the world. Worst man in the world. Name is John Boy. Name is John Boy. Yeah, I wrote it, actually. Because <laughs> um, that's, that's, uh, that's how I feel. Now, um, the hospital tour was kind of bullshit. Yeah, I will give you that one. That's, uh, you don't. You don't put, I mean, what the elevator was just like, dude, what are you it's like doing? 20 fat, seven month and seven to nine month pregnant women. And then a bunch of portly dudes. I mean, like, <laughs> it, I mean, unless these dudes are all ideal weight, which we're not, don't fucking risk that shit. Oh, I'm sure we're fine. Oh, I mean, my God. I mean, imagine if that shit got stuck. That's the last elevator you want to be in. <laughs> fucking just a bunch of. Angry fat chicks and, and just bunch of, and, who are and nauseous. Me. Oh, imagine being with me. Oh man. Oh yeah. I, that that would be. We would be own that hospital. I'd I, I'd be climbing out of the the roof of the. I, <laughs> I'd be using pregnant women as a boost to get me the fuck out Stepping of that on elevator. Bellies. Like, hey, lady, just stack up. All right, just stack up, and then I'll. I'll climb out of the elevator and I'll send for you. Trust me. <laughs> that was not. I. 
I mean, it was good to, to get the basic layout to know where we park and all that stuff. Like, you know. You'll forget where it. Where I hand you off. Uh, I, 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 well, I don't, I'm not going to forget it. I don't forget it now. And I don't, I don't plan on, I, I plan on at least going by there once or twice. We can do a dry run. Well, I don't know if I do dry runs. I just like by myself, maybe just drive through uh, like, cause I'll probably go to a drive through. Oh. By there, and then, uh, you know, I was just, yeah, just think about me complaining about their TV, fucking 13-inch piece of shit. Am I able to change the inputs on this? I need to put my Apple TV on this. I'm mad. Meh, meh, meh. I, uh, I'm difficult to be around. <laughs> oh, uh, can't wait for that it. day. Yeah, yeah. I'm more nervous about packing your bags for the hospital than I am about packing mine and hers. Why? I got the perfect backpack. I'm Well, I just need to make sure you have all your toys and all your accessories. You don't pack them now, so why well, that's would what you I'm, need to pack them? I'm worried. Like, I her know, and I can I, get I, by. I, I know everything that I need. I, you I know, need your things. I know everything that I need. I know everything that, uh, you know, I mean, I just, I just have, I mean, basically, I bring my, uh, I just need my laptop and two iPads. And my phone. <laughs> and your Apple <laughs> TV and the remote. I don't need the Apple TV. I can just watch stuff on my whatever. But I, if I'm there, that I mean, is it like, am I in that same room with you on that couch? Or am I, yeah. that's, that was kind of the gray area for me. with that, the, that couch chair thing pulls out into a bed. So you'll be sleeping right. beside me for the night. Right. Unless I kick you out. Right. Which, I mean, we're not that... If I had to run home to take the boys out or something like that, it's not, Yeah, you know, it's not that far to come back. So, I mean, I I, I don't think, we'll, as long as we get you turned over to the right medical professionals to have them do their job, I think we're good as far as that goes. So you're saying you're just going to leave? Yeah, you're just oh, going to yeah, drop yeah. me I'm, off at the hospital just, and leave? It's like I'm dropping you off at the insane asylum. <laughs> I'm just giving you... Here, <laughs> take her away, <laughs> kicking and screaming. <laughs> Don't be a punk ass. Oh, what else am I mad at you about? Your new <laughs> obsession with seeds. Oh. Dear God. My sunflower seeds? Yes, I was excited that you had like a nice healthy little snack until I'm salt, waking yeah. up to fucking seeds being poured all over me. Like I'm waking up underneath a fucking bird feeder. Yeah. It was there's a lot of seeds. <laughs> it's, it's just, uh, I mean, I got a lot of pods all over the bed. They're just, it's Oh, awful. it's awful. It's worse than your granola gravel. I wish somebody, somebody, a tweet or email or whatever, however you contact our show, um, we explained to her that I'm not going to choke on a mouthful of sunflower seeds. Like, I put them in my cheek like everybody does. And you suck on them, and then one at a time, you, you know, chew the shell out, whatever. But I have them tucked in my cheek, and she thinks because I fall asleep with that pack of, uh, in my, you know, in my cheek, that I'm going to choke on them. And she doesn't realize that, that seeds don't make up a solid mass together. Like, if I were actually absolutely choking on a mouthful of sunflower seeds one or two of them might go down my throat or out of my throat but they're 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 independent of one another they're 
They're not big enough to clog my windpipe. I just refuse to call the obituary writer and be like, uh, he died by choking on sunflower. Yeah, I, yeah, sunflower seeds. Yep. Yeah. Like, that would be the worst, most embarrassing thing in my life. I would rather, if I find your dead body with sunflower seeds, like, choked down your throat, I will find a belt and hang you and think <laughs> of another way. Why, why don't we say the official cause of death is uh, idiocy? <laughs> <laughs> your your husband was stupid, ma'am. That's, what, that's why. Well, the, that's so we're in Columbus, and, like, I grabbed, because you have this big, like, big gulp that you're, you were spitting your seeds in before you passed <laughs> out. So I take it out of your hands, and it was so funny to watch you, like, think that you were dropping it. So you, like, go to, like, <laughs> grab it for it, no, but, like, in your sleep. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, no. And so I noticed that you, like, had seeds in your mouth, and so I'm like, John, spit them out. I'm, like, talking to Barney, <laughs> like, one of the dogs, like, drop it. Drop it. Spit it out. And so you spit out, like, two tiny little seeds. And then I'm like, John spit them out and it took me five minutes to get just this i mean this log of seeds was bigger than my fist that you just like regurgitated all over yourself yeah now if you listen to this this podcast back i want you to count the number of times that you acted like my mom because <laughs> <laughs> um you uh, have a tendency to you 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 have a you have a uh, controlling tendency you know it's uh i just won't be a helicopter wife a widow death by seed widow of course again because you because that would be embarrassing for me reflect badly on you (laughs) yeah that's that's all it is it's uh oh god you know how bad that'd make me look i mean yeah he's dead but i'm embarrassed (laughs) jesus christ that's probably your most annoying food habit Uh, addiction so far yeah, I guess. I'm trying to think what my well, the granola bars were pretty. Yeah, that was that, awful. that was hard to sleep in a bed full of gravel. That that got sharp. Yeah, but with the sunflower <laughs> seeds, I keep thinking the shells are bugs. Yeah, <laughs> so every they do time look I like see beetles, and they're all over the fucking kitchen floor. They're everywhere, and I keep thinking there's like giant. They're yeah. not everywhere. I, I, if I see them, I pick them up. I don't just leave them everywhere. Well, then you must not see them. I must not. I mean, yeah, by my side of the bed, there's one or two still stuck to the rug, but I, I don't. That's because I spilled a drink, too, and the fucking seeds. So it's just, it just, it's a disaster area over there. It looks like somebody parked the car, but it's an old car. But, uh, yeah, I just, my side of the bed, I just figure it doesn't matter. You know. That's why I moved you to that corner. My compost heap over there. Yeah, so. <laughs> what if something does start growing out of the fucking carpet between your booger farm and Kool Aid stains and sunflower seeds? Hey, like, hey, you <laughs> get to picking. Joe Dirt just plenty, climbs out from right? the carpet. Yours just don't make the noise that mine do. What? You get mad when I throw my booger against the wall and it goes. That is pretty awful. You yeah, just hear it ricochet hilarious. off the wall. That's, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's when you just don't give a shit anymore about what your husband or wife thinks of you. And <laughs> you just throw boogers like they're little pieces of, like they're little rocks. <laughs> just to hear it ping. You can never call me gross. Yeah, I, I, I certainly can. Mm. Anyway, um... 
What uh, what else do we need to discuss today, dear? Uh, we we you us as a family have a new website. There's a new johncaparula.com that I'm uh, really proud of, and I've it heard has this. it has. I know you haven't even gone to look at it. I don't That's know. That's mean. It's not mean. It's you have to understand. It's like if you were if it was any other product you were promoting besides me. It's I not you. It's it. my product that I've been working hard I on know, for a long I'm, time. I'm proud of you, and I've heard other people say it's really, it's really good, and I'm glad you're doing well in school. Then honey. go look at my but art project. I, I just, but the thing is, your art project involves looking at me, and I'm like, oh god, Mister Fucking Fat Nick, look at you. You're <laughs> terrible. I, I just, I really, it's, it's a real. It's a real hard, I, I, you know how much I wouldn't, I would never want you to feel like unfulfilled with your work, all the hard work you've done, but it's, you know, I, I just, I don't want to look at me. Okay, well, I hope other people go look at it. Yes, Cause there's, I, I think they will. There's a store on there now, so tell them about your brown spot stuff. Okay, I'll tell them about your brown spot well, stuff. Wait, it's just based on a bit that I do, which it's. Uh, You're the poopy Zorro. Well, I, I, it's, yeah, it's a, it's just a bit that I do in my act, if you have seen, uh, is it on Caplets? Yeah, I yeah. think March of last year? Yeah. April, May, spring a, of last year. An idea that I had, that, uh, I, I mean, the, most of my ideas are poop related. And, uh, <laughs> I so. just thought when I told you to describe it, I just thought you were going to say, because like for years now, even when we first started dating, I was thinking of like, cause I was your fan and I was thinking of all the different shirts and ideas and stuff that you wanted or that we could put on a show and you didn't a show, a shirt, huh. quotes and sayings and things that could be put on a shirt and you didn't want to do it because you didn't want to feel like a shell. And so, right, and I this still is, don't. Yeah, I still don't. I don't. Yeah, it's so. That's this still first, tough like, for me, this first collection of stuff is something that, like, because it's based off of your joke without being too obvious. Right. It's there's a there's a creative there, there's an artistic merit to it at least. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the the shirts and then the boxers and underwear and magnets, which I need to put a size on there. They're like I asked Mark. I was like, "What size is this magnet?" And um, he was like, like Chips Ahoy size. So it's a Chips Ahoy size magnet. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, we have other things that we're, we're doing. That it's, it's, I mean, I don't mind the idea of creative, creating something that's inherently funny itself, you know, that somebody looks at and goes, you know, I mean, oh, that's, you know. I like it because it's it's funnier. It's you know I identify or I relate to it. That's fine. I just don't want to be like. It's weird for me to just sell stuff that it just says you know hey cap because you like cap. I I I just think that's self-aggrandizing and and just uncomfortable for me. But I think everybody's really. I mean, we've got a lot of orders in which have been keeping me busy and. I feel like I have a purpose and I'm somehow contributing to Madden's college fund by well, filling these orders. <laughs> you've been contributing by, can you imagine everything that I wouldn't have? I mean, oh, I don't know how you survived without me. Or anything like that, like the things that I just wouldn't do if 
No, I'm aware. Around, so I, I don't think that that's... But in your weird. cap hats, but you have the cap yeah. C hats that are now on yeah. there. And, I, and that's, you know, that's cool. I'll be wearing those on that uh, show. I'm yeah, you're shooting season two of How to Be a Grown-Up on True TV starts tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be somewhere in there. um oh sorry i know i'm making this into a commercial for the website but also on the website what's new is if you go to the tour dates you can obviously see where you know he's coming but then you can also add it to your google calendar so if you don't you know aren't ready to buy the tickets right now or just want to whatever i think it's a cool little thing that's new that you can add it to your google calendar of when he's coming. And then also, at the very bottom of the website, there's a love letters from Cap area. Oh shut up. So shut up. It's so boring. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It says website. love letters from Cap. It's and it so says boring. enter your email here. Enter your email. And then I'm going to make John Caparulo write emails. She ain't going to make me do shit. John. Yeah. Oh, you know you're saying? doing it. This woman thinks she got to lay some orders on me. You're going to. I got something for her. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she's listening. Hold on. Hi. Once a month, once every two months, something. You're going to uh, write an email. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll figure something out, Tweety. Um, I hate you. <laughs> the, uh, uh, what was it? Um, where, where are we at here? Um, 41 minutes. Ah, uh, right. Uh, did you have questions or anything, or did you want to? Yeah. I, I mean, we always... don't have, I, well, because I was going to talk about, um. Oh, I got things what, what's to talk about. What's podcast? What's his podcast? What? Ari. Ari Shafir? Yeah. Uh, Skeptic Tank? Skeptic Tank. Ari, Ari Shafir has been a good friend of mine um, for, well, since we started. We, he was a, he got to the comedy store maybe six months six months before I did. Um, and, you know, he's been he's been a friend of mine uh, ever since. He uh, he's he's an interesting character as far as like he does love to push boundaries and he did with me i know because i mean it's easy to ruffle my feathers um and he saw that he could early on so he did um he loved to fuck with me you know here and there but we we still remained uh you know good friends uh, because i i knew you know he genuinely you know he genuinely cared about me i cared about him plus we both like to play poker till fucking 6 a.m but uh i saw that he was he had some recent trouble with the, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why, I mean, I know why he would name names in his comedy special, which is, it, it makes sense because it's, it's who he is. He loves to push boundaries. He does. He loves to be completely honest and go, no, look here, I'm telling you, this person actually exists here's her name and you know and i i i understand for from his point of view i don't know why no other adult along the way would have wouldn't have caught this or say even before it was on comedy central to say you know that's probably a bad idea to name names um it does seem a bit malicious in that sense but I, I see why he's doing it, and also, I also, because of who he is, and I also do agree with the stance that, you know, he's, you know, I've seen that he's, he's said where it's just, you know, things with, 
people whining and, and and complaining with you know lawsuits and everything a, a comic says i mean is always under scrutiny now and it's like you really it, it is a really really dangerous place to go where every single thing a comic says on stage is subject to some sort of uh litigation or or you know public shaming because that's got to be the last bastion of 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 honesty it's got to be the last place we can go where we can actually tell the truth because a comics if you watch a comic who is to, you know because I, I i love when i see or i i love and by love i mean very sarcastically i mean i hate when i see um like people talk about how see you can you can do stand-up comedy you can be clean you don't have to <laughs> use all those foul words or you can you can be you can do a christian stand-up comedy or you can do get the fuck out of here all right you <laughs> you can't okay you can do comedy in that sense that for a bunch of people who want to sit around in, in denial and 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 don't want to acknowledge the 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 you know the the elephant in the room but the thing is is as a comic that's your job is to acknowledge oh hey hey everybody it's a big fucking elephant in the room all right and we've got to we've got to talk about it or else i'm not doing what i'm supposed to do and that's where it does become very very dicey like if i you know if ari named me in some kind of shit you know other than it you know if if i guess if he lied about something that i did or said but i mean you know i don't think he's lying about the person he's talking about on there like he's just giving his opinion um you know, I, I, I just, you know, I, I just, yeah, the, uh, the, I'm not even going to get specific about her, <laughs> about her, but I, I mean, I just don't think that I really, I have any room to, to just fucking whine about it and go, oh God, I, I better, I better let everybody know how, you know, that they need to feel sorry for me because life's been unfair to me. Look, it's comedy. It's like rap, all right? Get out there and fucking spit some lyrics. If you ain't got it, then just shut the fuck up. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's a comedy world, man. I mean, there are Ari Shafirs out there, and Ari's pull no punches do, man. And I, I mean, I, I love him for that, you know, because I know what I'm getting. But, uh, yeah, if it, if it were me, I would have not named names i don't agree with the i guess the move but i agree with his right to express himself honestly and to uh be who he is yeah so that's that <laughs> you made a good point earlier too because the girl that he bashes first name and last she's an amateur comic and right. we're we're discussing by Putting yourself out there by wanting to be in the public eye, does that change? By, what? by virtue of you doing stand-up comedy at all. By you, I mean, does that make you a public figure? Because if, because if, if Ari got on stage and said, like, Ashton Kutcher or somebody like that, you know, right. George Clooney is annoying. 
he, he, I mean, they, they couldn't really, they couldn't say shit. They'd just be like, ah, yeah, I, there's just more people oh, God. taking shots at me. But because she's, you know, a, Joan a, a, Rivers a, and unknown. And what's her name? Redheaded woman. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of her name? Uh, she was on Fashion Police after Joan. I don't know. Kathy Griffin? Yes. Yeah. I mean, their whole stand-up is basically about... Yeah, naming names. Right. They talk about, you know, yeah, this person and that person. And, I mean, you know, when they're a successful, uh, you know, uh, show business participant, you know, if you're successful, then it means, well, it's okay to name your name and to talk about you in a public forum. But if you're not successful, does that make it so you're not, uh, you're not fair game? Like, it's just, and, I, and I'm, I, I'm asking just in a legal sense, like, cause, uh, the girl seems to be threatening, you know, lawsuits and shit like that, which, uh. I think, I mean, just having negative things said about you sucks. It does. But there sure. is a difference between if you want to be a public figure, if you're trying to be a public figure, and if you're trying to be a third grade teacher. Yeah. Which I, I think, again, I think it was completely unnecessary for, A, for him to say her name, but B, who didn't edit that out? I mean, it's so easy. You can so easily easily have cut from one camera to another and just left that part out. Right. But it's like... Uh, Are I mean, there M&M songs where he, like, names names and they just beep it out? Well, like, uh, uh, Tupac um, uh, was talking about... Um, Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking what, of. What was her face? Uh, um, ah, Timmy, you know who I'm talking about. Um, the uh, the it was on All Eyes on Me on the the that that album. I'll I'll know it in a second. But uh, he he said, um, in his lyrics, he 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 bashed this woman about uh, not it was basically not letting a young black man, you know giving a young black man a chance to be, you know, be who he is, something like that. I, I, why can't I ever think of her name? Um, is it Dolores Tucker? No, I don't know. I, I, anyway, he said, why did I say that? <laughs> I don't know. I think it might be that. I, I don't know. Um, I'll look it up. But he said her name, and I, and like, I have an early copy of that, you know, album, and... It's, you know, her name's on there. Uh, and then when they did the reprint on the next cycle through or something, she had sued and didn't want her name on there or something like that. So that they actually had to, like, loop it or take it out. Yeah. Um. So it's all dependent on, you know, what, how liable somebody wants to be on... Yeah, um, whatever, you know, whether it's the record label or it's a TV network, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I can't, why can't I think of her name? But uh, anyway. Well, while we're talking about amateurs and the comedy store and stuff, Adam asks, do you ever watch amateurs or go to the potluck at the store? Uh, not a long time. Um, I used to host. Uh, I was the MC for... Let's see, probably starting sometime in 03, late 03, 04, 05, I think I was finally done in 05. Uh, it was a solid couple of years that uh, I was the host of Potluck and 
I mean, that was a, well, that was, that was, <laughs> that really was one of the most strengthening experiences. I mean, I, I went through the potluck system. I mean, I came in when you used to have to draw numbers for the next week and having, you know, having to get noticed that way. But I hosted that show and hosting that show is, I mean, comics get three minutes. So for three minutes, every three minutes, I had to come back on stage and basically apologize and let and and ask the crowd <laughs> to fucking stay. Please, come on. I know it is, it's going to get better. Trust me, it's going to get better. We're going to have professionals later. Lady, come on. Come on. You don't have to pee. You, you know, like it's just and it was such a workout every single. I mean, we used to do. I mean, we got to the point where potluck was Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday for a while. I mean, that was a it was a long stretch. So, what is uh, potluck? Potluck is open mic. Okay. You know, uh, guys come in there. So basically, they would do from seven o'clock to nine o'clock was uh, open mic, which uh, they wait, do on no, the patio was, now, it was, right? It was, it was seven to eight. They used to go seven. Well, it was supposed to be seven to eight, but it was three minutes each. 20 comics, three minutes each, plus my time. So it would go 8.30 or so by the time they were, everything was done there. And then it would be employees, which meant doormen, if there were waitresses, if there was anybody who worked for the club who was, you know, entitled to his or her three minutes, then we put them up. And then about 9.45, sometimes it would run to... You know, I, I the the MC of Potluck would uh, do his closing set, which I did. You know, I do like a ten minute set at the end of all Potluck, and then by then that's when they turn the lights out because the lights would stay up through Potluck. You know, and then uh, and then I'd hand it off to the MC of the Late Show, which was pop ins for paid regulars to just come by. It was exhausting. I mean, just describing all that was exhausting. But nowadays, no, I don't. I I really, I just never. uh, We're only at the store on Fridays, Saturday nights when it's all paid regular. Yeah, sometimes Thursdays if I feel like. Sometimes I remember that they do Sundays now. But I generally try not to watch a lot of other comics because I don't want any... I don't want any ideas, like, of theirs to, like, spill into my head. Like, I don't have to, like, you know, I used to have to sit there hours on end and watch comic after comic after comic when I was a doorman. And now I pretty much just watch whoever goes up ahead of me. And when I'm done, I'm gone. You know, I I, I just, you know, because for the most part, I just, I just, you know, I just want to live in my own bubble and write. On, based on my own life, and not, I don't want to. I don't want to see other comics, or I don't want to. I don't want to watch some other comic and just see that, like, oh, they do a bit that's like close to mine, and go through that whole. Oh man, yeah, you know, I I know they didn't steal it, but that's kind of I do that bit, and it, it's just such a it's such an anxiety ridden. It's awful because <laughs> you know that like. I mean, so and so write wrote that on his own. You know, you wrote it on your own. You just had sort of a you know funny minds think alike sort of thing. 
but it sucks to like go, ah, yeah, that's like my bit, shit, well, what if we end up doing a show together, ah, I better, you know, and back in the old days, it'd be like, well, I better tell them, you know, that I do a bit that's close to theirs, now it's, I, I, I just don't, uh, yeah, I don't hang out, I just don't, <laughs> uh, I don't watch, I, I just don't watch a lot anymore, I, I haven't seen Potluck in years, uh, it's been, have you ever seen Potluck? If no. If you haven't seen Potluck, then, then. The only time I've gone to the store is with you, so. Yeah, I know, but I didn't know if, like, I would taken you in for some reason on a Sunday, like, if I was doing a show in the main room or something, and they were doing Potluck in the OR, but. No. No, no, I haven't been. Yeah. There's, oh, where were we? I think, oh, it was actually doing Ari's show at, um, the Improv. Yeah. When there was. A couple people that went up that I was just like, whoa, like I'm just not used to seeing not like amazing comedians, <laughs> like unprofessional, comedy. right? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. and it was just like it blew my mind because I'd never really seen low level comedy like that before, and I just was like, yeah, well, I mean, it goes, it was painful to watch. It's it's painful to go through too, you know. <laughs> I mean, for all those people who are. I mean, it's funny because like I, I I've been going back through like old tapes and stuff and transferring them to vi- to DVD, so I can make digital files of them. But I, uh, you know, I started like seeing like, you know, I have I have like whole shows or whatever of like other comics or whoever that I went up with that you know who aren't even around anymore, you know, or at least that I know of, and it's like. It's like, oh wow, that I, I forgot about. So because there's so many people who were sort of like in your life or you knew of for a while, like as as somebody who's and and now they're just, you know, you don't even know if they do comedy anymore. It's uh, yeah. but it's uh, it's so weird when you think of all the venues around that have comedy, because I'm like, what? Are the, why? Why wouldn't that crowd want to go see the best show they could? <laughs> Instead of that one that I was in in 2001 or whatever. Just some, just a show chock full of amateur fumbling, you know? I mean, oh, God. My bad. my podunk little town that I grew up in, it's called Marietta, Ohio. It's in southeast Ohio, like Appalachia country. They, oh, you should get a tour. <laughs> <laughs> they are now having, like last time I was there, one of the hotels down there like had a big banner up that said comedy night or whatever. I was like, oh, my God, can you imagine how awful that is? Yes, like, I can. <laughs> I want to go, but I also just, like, I would feel like I'd probably torch the place. Well, that's one thing. I I always, uh, even when I was first starting to do stand-up, like, back in 97, 98, 99, when I still lived in Ohio, um, there, was a, uh, there was a place in, in East Liverpool, I think it was called the Motor Lodge, um, and... It, uh, you know, had a Best Western attached to it, but it, the Motor Lodge, you know, used to, I remember, like, they, they used to, I remember they had, like, a an under-21 dance that I went to a couple times, I think, <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. But they had a comedy night. They, like, paid, it was a paid room, and I just absolutely refused every offer or I- I- implication or hint. Anybody said that, like, why don't you go... Why don't you go to the motor lodge? Like me and Bob used to joke about it all the time. Like, when are you gonna go to the motor lodge? Like, I, <laughs> I, because it was for me as an amateur. Like when I was 
starting out and trying to get my legs under me, I did not want to perform that close to home because I didn't want anybody who I knew or who knew me to see me struggle. I, like I didn't, I didn't want, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, yeah, I, I didn't want to, especially struggling is in like being at a, at the motor lodge with like, you know, 15 people in the crowd or something like that's uh it was kind of depressing <laughs> so it's like i don't want to i'm not i don't want anybody to see me do that i'm gonna move to la <laughs> as far as i can away from anybody i know and i'm gonna i'm gonna grow out here but yeah. um one of my friends from high school is trying to be a comedian in cleveland and i remember this is a couple years ago but he sent me his like youtube clips and he's like will you please have John watch these and like he wanted feedback from you and you mm. watched about 30 seconds of it. And then you were like, tell him to not put them up on YouTube anymore. Cause it's like, you don't want your early shit to be mm -hmm. out there permanently. Right. And that was, and that's not a, yeah, I, I don't know who that was, but I don't want to insult anybody. Yeah. Now. Cause it's he tough. deserves to be insulted. It's tough to start. It, it, it's just, it's tough to start out because just people don't, realize until you get up there like how hard it is to fill all that time and have a one-sided conversation with a room full of strangers who might decide to, to fucking interject at some point who I, I mean it is a really really it's just it's a tough road and it's tough for some i'm generally shy i don't want to you know i don't want to make a spectacle of myself otherwise and to you know that's why like if you look at my old stuff like i'm all flexing like i'm basically like <laughs> the chicken hawk on stage because i'm basically like you what what does anybody want what i'll fucking kick your ass bro like i i mean i was standing like the fucking chiropractor wants me to stand but uh they i i i did that because it was like trying to basically it's fake courage it's like just trying to get myself up there to go okay i want to present these you know, jokes that I've written, but I need a way to get people to sort of respect me enough to listen. And it's just, it's a very, very difficult thing to do, even if you're talented at it. It's just hard. I mean, you talk about the people, that place in your hometown. I mean, I, I told you that place I went there was, it was the, the Tiger Pub. I don't know if it's still there. Um, was it? I don't think it was Steubenville. It was in between our hometowns, but it was like, there was this little, it was a bar. It was like Moe's Tavern. And it was like, they had a, there was that like, you know, like the waitress station where they pull out like the, you know, where the waitresses get behind the bar. They lift up that flap. Yeah. I got to stand there where they lifted up the flap and <laughs> they all, were on either side of me it was like it was a it was a completely it was like a rectangle rectangular bar <laughs> i was just i was on one side of the rectangle and i mean it was i i look back now and i mean i don't i don't know if i'd get up there now because <laughs> i mean that's scary it's scary to get up because every time you you do comedy you're starting over if that crowd has never heard of you doesn't know you you, you ain't funny to them so better prove it and it's just it's a tough it's a tough road so i 
I my heart goes out to anybody who's uh, who's who's venturing into this. What I said about the YouTube thing is just yeah, you don't want to see you don't want anybody to see your uh, basically like you you while you're still sculpting you don't want anybody to see that. That's why you know, I'm glad when I was a kid if we'd have put up all the shit that we used to make videos and stuff like that. I mean, I just, I would have just looked ridiculous. I mean, not that I don't now, but it's just the, you know, the availability to put yourself out there now is good and bad. And probably mostly bad. Because you're not going to be, you're not going to have your craft honed before you start advertising it on a national, global scale or whatever. And probably aren't ready to do that. But, uh, yeah. Um, I have one more conversation that um, is actually... Nick Devine, or I guess at Jukebox Heroes, tweeted us and asked if, have you two ever thought of doing a live podcast in front of a crowd? And so I wrote him back and said, you know, the madcap hour Lord, was... Tucker, you's a motherfucker. What? Yeah, it was in... Uh, uh, was that Picture Me Rolling? Oh, was, Jesus Christ. That was that was it. Dolores Tucker, you's a motherfucker. Yeah, that's it. Was, see, it was Dolores Tucker. See, I knew it. I knew it. Instead of trying to help a N-word, you destroy a brother. Yeah. 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 They, could, they had to erase her name off the next cut of the... Go ahead. No, I'm thinking of that Eminem song where he's, uh, no, fuck it, I'm, we're not talking about lyrics. Okay, so I said the Madcap Hour was live, and I said some episodes are still on iTunes, and I was saying that uh, Domestic Disputes is recorded in our house, and it's not conducive to a crowd. And Nick came back saying, what I was asking is if you two ever considered do a live podcast in front of a club, or from a club in front of a live audience. So... Yeah, well, As I sit here now, I would say I would be opposed to it, but the fact is that I don't have the balls to get up on stage and, do, like, I can sit here <laughs> you, in you my do, slippers. As long as you're mean to me. Um, <laughs> which, it goes along with the chicken hawk thing I was saying. Like, whenever you sometimes do whatever with me and you get, like, extra, like, hateful toward me, it's the idea of... It's my defense it's, mechanism. Yeah, like it's my... just the early... It's the easiest way to go is to have porcupine quills, yeah. you know, to be like, and and I did it myself. It's just, it's it's takes a while to refine your stage presence and persona. It's just, it's difficult. It is. Well, it's easy it's to sit here and talk to my husband in my house, but sure. when there are people staring at me, that's when I I get all stuttery and nervous and sweaty, sweatier. Yeah, I mean. It, it's one of those things where I think that, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it would be fun, uh, I think, eventually. I think we did the all things comedy one with Bill Burr and Al Madrigal. Yeah. And that was, and, 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 and I said, well. I would, I, it was such a weird, I know we've already talked about this, but it was so weird to have people stare at you. And I never realized how much you really do hone in on that front crowd. Yeah, you do. I don't. I look out to the abyss. Oh well, but, I was uh, just staring at people. Like, why are you staring at me? Stop yeah. looking at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I play to the crowd as a as a one big dark breathing entity, and uh, I'm looking out to the to the middle, unless I unless I for some reason have to look at the front. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to make eye contact with the wrong person and have them get the idea. Like, oh hey, 
why don't I participate? And it's like, no, 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 I don't, <laughs> I don't need your participation. So, do you want another one, or are you? I, I, well, do go ahead if you, I'm, if you have a quick one. If I mean, nothing's quick with me. But. Okay, uh, Brady, I, I know, I always mess up his name. Uh, Andrews, and he, I remember one time I think he even wrote me and said you're gonna mess up my name, so you know who you are. Let me see. Uh, and Andrzejewski. And And See, that comes from someone who's had a, their name messed up their whole life. You know I how to do it. I think I might fuck it up. I don't know, but I'd, I'd like to know if I got it right. Um, he said, John, are there any cities you love to perform in or any that you avoid? Um, well, I, I love... Obviously, uh, L.A., but I, uh, I love Vegas. I love, um, I, I really love the, 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 the Midwest, like, where, I mean, Chicago and on up, like, they really, there's something about, like, I'm going to Minnesota again soon, like, there's just something about me and that area, like, they really identify with me, which is really cool, um, you know, I love Milwaukee. <laughs> really? Fucking cold as shit. I love Milwaukee. That. Love the crowds there. Um, you know, uh, Austin, Texas. Love the crowds there. They're really just artsy and smart. That's one that and, that's a date that we're gonna actually confirm for the fall. Is yeah, you can go to Austin. Yeah, really cool. I I mean, just got back from Columbus. They're they're really they're always same way. Really very smart, very collegiate crowd. Um, I like going to Columbus because I like the owner of that club. We, yeah, I do too. Dave's great. I, I just the, the thing is, is uh, you know, there's the seven shows. It's always such a fucking marathon for me, so I'm always exhausted. Yeah. But uh, we recently um, canceled a city one because there was an awful snowstorm, and Kenny Chesney or somebody was playing in town, and they like didn't think that people of Buffalo could have two decisions or two options <laughs> to do on a weekend. But, hmm. um, I thought uh, we got rid of that because of the, uh, it was a club. Well, that's where I was kind of going with this. It, it didn't have, it was, what I was so saying is that. you were given the official answer and then I was going <laughs> to give the real answer? Was, was it always on me? I, there was levels to it. But I was saying that I like Columbus because I like Dave Stroop and the owner. And yeah, he's a great owner. He really he knows how to. Uh, but when you, when the club has a shitty owner, you don't want to go there. He knows it how doesn't. To run it and look. Comedy clubs are not, uh, uh, they're not, they, they can't be run like Applebee's. Um, I always say this, where it's just, you can't just own a comedy club and then, you know, hire a bunch of kids or whatever, you know, who, you know, and give them the keys and just collect the profits. You... You actually have to, it's a hands-on, high-maintenance business in comedy because there's a lot of things, a lot of in intricacies that you need to know and you need to learn and you need to care about in order to to do. And, it, and I mean, like, I, I went to one club a few years ago and it wasn't this owner, it was just one that I was run the same way. And I remember I was doing a Thursday show and it was like, it was basically sold out um really big room and i remember there was a 
a, a 14 year old kid in the front row center <laughs> i mean in front row center under the light like everybody in the audience could see the kid and it wasn't i don't have a problem with the kid being there he was there with his dad it was fine i don't that's great put him in the back but you put him in the back because you're gonna make everybody fucking uncomfortable Right. I mean, th- that there's a kid there. That every You're going to make me uncomfortable because now I got to tell all my dick jokes and shit like that in front of a fucking <laughs> 14-year-old. It's weird. And it's like a responsible club owner. You know, in, in that case, I never saw the club owner, which that's a big, just, that's a big, uh, uh, it's a big sign of a really, it's a poorly run place. It's like you just never see signs of an adult. You know, you just, you know, it's just like, well, somebody owns this place. I don't know. I don't know them. Never see them. They're not around. There's just, you know, some 20-somethings running the place. It's just, it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be right. So what happened with Buffalo was I had done two other clubs that were owned by the same individual, and I came back from both really pissed off and did not like how they were run. So I decided that we it wasn't uh I wasn't gonna go for a third round with this club owner. So that's how that's just how it went. I love I I love the idea of coming to Buffalo itself and performing. Probably in the spring would be better, <laughs> but I mean but honestly it seems like my kind of town as far as is the crowd and you know the they would get me i've been to buffalo before i've done you know yeah. college shows and things like that well that's what i wanted to clear up because i just I, people yeah, were kind of taking it personally like why why would yeah. you cancel on us and it really had nothing because, yeah it's not it's nothing we'll to find, do with you buffalo we'll find another venue just that yeah. owner is awful and like it was two weeks before the show and they hadn't even posted tickets for sale so yeah i honestly didn't think that many people even knew about it because nobody had really bought tickets so no tickets were sold it was just people knew because of i guess us promoting it which is it comes back to me and that's my fault so i'm gonna not promote things so far in advance in case something like that were to happen again but but just so you know yeah it wasn't yeah it was it's just it's a matter of uh um just a personal thing uh but nothing to do with the city. It was just the, the, the yeah. The, 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 that owner owns clubs in a couple different other cities, and they weren't good experiences. So that's I, I. I always say this that I will always sacrifice. I love being able to get paid and live comfortably with doing what I love to do, but it still comes down to. I don't want to just. I don't want to get paid for awful experiences. I don't want to have bad shows or bad, you know, whatever. And so it makes me hate what I do because I do. It matters. It's going to come out in the final product. If you, if my comedy becomes a just a, you know, just something I have to do to pay the bills and whatever, whoever wants to just do whatever and fuck me over or just, you know, because I feel like I always, I'm always very, I, I do my job. I'm professional. I mean, uh, the, the Bill Belichick thing, I do my job. I come in, you know that I'm going to deliver what I 
said I was going to deliver, which is, you know, I work hard on what I do. So, I, I just don't, I, when I feel like I'm not getting that in return, it bothers me. And, uh, and then I start getting really aggravated and I start to hate my job. And I don't want to do that. I just don't want to do that. So, I, we, for whatever, they, it, it got worked out without me. It was like, all right. You don't have to go to Buffalo, I I guess, do that other club. And I'm like, okay, cool. I don't want to deal with that dude again. And that was it. So, um, love you, Buffalo. <laughs> uh, I've been there before. I've always had a great time. And I'll have a great time again. Trust me. I, I won't be like, uh, I, I won't be another, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'll be, I'll be your, I'll be, be like Frank Reich. What? To Buffalo, it, it's they'll get it, okay. In Buffalo, they'll get it. I'll be your Frank Reich. I'll make a big comeback. All right. <laughs> it's it's a great it's a great line. I'll, I'll you just you. don't get it. All right, Frank Reich. I'll be your Frank Reich. 